We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese, live from Jiggies and Pete's. In South Philly, pre-game, in-game, or post-game, basketball and hockey are better at Jiggies and Pete's. Find a location near you. At jiggiesandpeace.com, Howard Eskin in the, uh, in the building, ready to go for the big BG show tonight. So, listen, all the stars are here. Pete's here. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, let's get to what we do, and we'll go back to the phones, obviously, after. But what we do every day around this time, and that is the Top 5 at 5 today with Buzz. Quite the day here to be doing the top five at five, the final accountability Tuesday of the 2023. Yeah, no pressure, buddy. Eagle season. It's a, it's a big spot, but I think I'm up to the challenge. I got my top five question marks entering the Eagles offseason. And at number five, in light of the news this morning, it's the offensive line. I mean, Jason Kelsey has been a staple in that offensive line for years now, an all time Eagle, hanging it up again, reportedly, uh, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, but what does this mean for the future? Cam Jurgens now at center. Does that mean Tyler Steen? Uh, is starting at guard now. This offensive line has lived off of reputation for a while now. I think it really kind of took a step back this year, and you're going to lose that guy in the center. Uh, I am worried about the offensive line going forward. Well, yeah, and, and the, the good part is they have obviously been good at drafting it. You know, like there'll never be another Jason Kelsey, I don't think, six-round right. Hall of Famer, but they're, they've been good at it. You know, and I would not be in a rush to move on from Jason Kelsey. Yes, <laughs> that, that you made very clear <laughs> early in the show. And I, I still, I don't think he's really gone. Even even if he stays retired for a little bit, I could see him coming back closer to when the, they need him. Yeah, exactly. When they realize that break in case of emergency. Yeah, yes. Does he pull Kelsey. Jason Peters and ask for more money? Uh no, I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think he would do that. Um, do you think they would make him uh, play a guard? Like Jason Peters? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not playing guard. He's a center. And that only center spot says, yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. All right. What's number four? All right. Number four, Brian Johnson, offensive coordinator. Uh, I think it's pretty wide consensus. I would guess that most people do not want him back at this point. Uh, but he is the quarterback's, you know, long term coach and mentor. What is it going to do to Jalen Hurts? What's it going to do to Brian Johnson? Who is that new offensive coordinator? Big question mark on the OC spot entering 2024. Yeah, um, I don't have any issues with Brian Johnson. I really don't. Um, But I wonder if there are issues because of his role in the offense and whether or not that clashes with what Nick Sirianni wants to do and does that clash with Jalen likes to do. I just don't don't know the dynamics of that that trio there Mm -hmm. and how it works. 
Um, I'd be perfectly fine if all three said, hey, we hit rough patches. It didn't work out, but we believe we got the right group here that can get this thing fixed, and so we want to keep it together. What's the reaction if they bring back Brian Johnson and Sirianni? What's my reaction? Your reaction might be different than the, the city's yeah, reaction. Yeah, everybody else's reaction is they're going to snap. <laughs> it's yes. meltdown city. Yes. My thing with this, the, the, the Brian Johnson thing is that does, and it, it comes down to power struggles in the organization. Does that mm-hmm. mean that they believe more in Sirianni than they believe in the quarterback? Uh, or, good or, question. Or, 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 <laughs> That's a good question. Or whose say matters? Like, I, and, and who has more say? Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. And I, usually the player does. Usually. Yes. Usually. Yes. Um. So we'll see. But it, it's definitely a massive thing. And and who's their plan if they do move on with Ryan Johnson? Can they get a? Can they get a McVay Shanahan type right. of guy in here? Disciple. Yeah. Or is it still Sirianni's offense? Someone at like the in the McMahon's report yesterday, it was Brian Johnson felt like he has to cater to Sirianni's offense, you know? So how does that dynamic work? Is Sirianni okay taking a step back from, quote-unquote, his offense? There's a hmm. lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's it's number four is actually feels a little low because it's probably the most <laughs> important question on the team, Buzz. All right, well, I got three more for you. And number right, three, well, I'm we'll go- see by the end. All right, well, I'm going to the other side, and I'm going D and defensive coordinator. Patricia cannot be back, right? I mean, they fired Desai basically after – not fired, but they relocated him to the booth after the Cowboys game. Hassan Reddick didn't sniff a sack immediately after that. This defense looks horrible. Patricia looked like a disaster both last night and over these past few weeks. What do they do with defensive coordinator? The most optimistic Eagles fans could justify bringing back the offensive you know, play caller. Defense, I mean, they have to move on, no? Uh, you would think so. But then I would ask – why did they even bring Matt Patricia in in the first place? I mean, it was reported Howie was, was very involved with bringing Patricia here. And we know That's what I'm saying. So why did they do that in the first place? You know, I don't know. Do they, do they decide, no, just give Matt Patricia a full offseason instead of him trying to run to size defense? Yeah, run to size defense. So there's a lot of that going How on. How is that yeah. supposed to work? Yeah. <laughs> no wonder everyone looks confused. Again, 10 men on the field yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> like they'd burn a timeout. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, t- it's so much miscommunication. It looks like to me, um, you know my master plan. What you got? Well, Patricia's here because Belichick is is on his way. It's on his way here. Well, I mean, if Atlanta really wants Bill Belichick, uh, I would have suggested they just give him whatever he wants. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So I don't know what the hell they're thinking about. They're oh. giving him an opportunity to go do other interviews. I would say Belichick is maybe more interested in seeing if the Cowboys or the job opens up here. Ah, at least those teams do have quarterbacks already. Yeah, you think he saw the the tape of Desmond Ritter and just said to live through Bailey? He definitely saw that tape. Bailey Zappi and, <laughs> and Mac Jones and said, you know what? Eh, give me a second. Yeah, eh, give me a second. So we'll see where he ends up. I I still can't see him in, in Atlanta. Like I, I, the jerseys are too modern looking. Frankly, I know that's a really dumb logic, but Belichick with like you know fresh clothing. Yeah, he can't coach in a dome. Well, first off, now he wearing the hoodie in the dome. In the dome, he can't. That's the point. Well, he's yeah. older too. I think he wants to look like the abominable snowman like he did in his last game. Yeah, his personality. Covered up and everything. Well, it doesn't snow here anymore, except for last night. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, here would definitely be better. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. Exactly. What's next? All right, number two is the head coach, Nick Sirianni. Now, we haven't heard anything today that would suggest he's on the way out, but certainly some question marks of how this collapse 
half did a monumental collapse from 10 and 1 to getting embarrassed and looking like a team that looked like it quit. And Troy Aikman is saying that this, you know, these players don't even want to be there. Losing 32 to 9 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a horrible way to end a horrible skid of a season here that started in December. What's the future at head coach? What is the faith uh, in this head coach moving forward? And if you change the coordinators, it's still his offense. I think Nick Sirianni, a huge, huge question mark uh, entering 2024. Yeah, if he's here uh, moving forward, and then you wonder how you present this to your fans. Because the question is, once you get in front of the media, they're going to want to know why and what gives you confidence that he's the guy. So how you present this moving forward with Nick Sirianni will be interesting, too, if that's what they decide to do. Well, and he didn't talk today. so you nope. He's probably going to talk tomorrow. Tomorrow or, or the next day. When – when Doug had his final press conference, it was him and Howie. Yep. So I'll be curious to see if, if Howie's involved in the press conference. I feel like he usually is at the end of season. Do they do they post? I think they will do a unified front. But I mean, how do they answer for this? Because I think I think what most fans are, are worried about or or obviously concerned with mm-hmm. is is this a rotted culture slash lo- locker room? Like, do they have right. the right guys in there? Because it's the only thing that, that you can kind of put your finger on is how this happened. It's not. Offensive scheme, whatever, defense, like, they didn't look connected. And I think that's going to be the big thing that, that, that Sirianni has to fix this offseason. Are these small fires or big fires? Right. You know, even when stuff gets leaked to certain people, um, it is so it's, – it's, it's sensationalized so much because that's what we want as a news cycle. We want it to be dramatic. But could it be something that's a small fire? And I'm not saying there aren't small fires there. In other words, is this fixable or isn't it fixable? Is this a situation where you're like, no, there's no way I'm playing for this guy or no way I'm playing, you know, and you want to be out of here. It's either me or him. You know, when Wentz left, it was like the bridges that had been burnt when he got benched. He wanted to move on. And they thought firing Doug would save. And they thought, and it didn't. He was out. He wanted to move on. So I wonder how deep this is and you know again when it gets presented to us we go to the automatic worst case scenario but i don't know if that's the case behind the scenes yeah well i did i did break down the uh, the hug between Jalen and howie very slow last night like it was a pruder <laughs> film it looked see, see what that was it looked like a good interaction it was he, he gave a nice butt tap yeah you know, you know it was, shows confidence from the, from the general manager so we'll see but there's a there's certainly a lot that's going to come out within the next month and was that the first time Howie was standing at the door greeting everybody I believe so yeah end of season thing maybe and it's only back to back weeks I've seen the, the the reporters couldn't wait to film Lori coming like, in yeah. coming into the they hadn't seen that all year. Yep. You know, they couldn't wait to get their little cameras out. The Elliot Fake Shore, Fake News Parks, spreading spreading lies. What's next, uh, Buzz? Yeah, and at number one, the reason why Brian Johnson was not higher, my number one question, I think the number one question entering 2023, it's the quarterback, or 2024, it's the quarterback himself, Jalen Hurts. Listen, you can fire the coordinators, you can fire the coach, uh, but there's a lot of question marks about his play this past season, entering next season. His extension is not even kicked in yet. You can get rid of the coaches much more easily than you can get rid of the quarterback. It's also the nature of the position. Uh, he did not 
you know, when he was asked about the Tim McManus report, did not really seem to dispel it at all. Uh, I, I think there are major, major question marks about Jalen Hurts, and he's the guy who's not going anywhere. If he does not bounce back closer to what we saw in 2022, uh, it's going to be a sad state of affairs down there at Novocare. Well, we talked about this a lot. I mean, he, part of getting that contract is being the eraser. So when things aren't perfect, can the quarterback drag you through it? And, yeah, the defense is bad. Offensive play calling, maybe not up to, up to your standard or whatever the standard is these days. Um, but that's part of being the franchise quarterback and getting that contract is being able to pull your team through this stuff. Yeah. And even if all the reports aren't necessarily completely true, there's something to a desire to have Jalen be more of a vocal leader, to be more of someone that's present, to be more of someone that you can approach. And quite frankly, I was surprised that through this, these tough times, like Jalen's voice wasn't the prevailing voice coming out of the locker room. Like he's the face of the franchise. Like he should be leading this charge. His voice should be the strongest. He should make the strongest proclamations, not retreat, go uh, zero dark 30, say very little. Like, and I'm less concerned about the physical ability of Jalen Hurts moving forward. That doesn't concern me as much as some of the stuff that's out there about whether or not his teammates um, feel connected to him. Is he a part of the team? Those sort of things. That would concern me a little bit more because I wonder if you're going to be able to change his personality and change how he interacts with everyone. And when he doesn't just get paid to win football games, he gets paid that amount of money to be the face of the franchise. He's the face of the franchise. You don't get to duck responsibility when things don't go well. No star does in this town, and nor should they. And I guess I wonder if they don't think he's going to change, do they have to get different leadership in there? And take the take that kind of stuff off his off his plate. No, I think they need to stress to him the importance of making these changes. And I mean, it's going to take a while for him to find out whether or not he's stubborn and just won't change certain things. Because then you're going to get one disappointing season after another. Yeah. Like that's what's going to happen. And so, and eventually, you turn everybody against you. So Jalen has to look deep within himself. And sometimes, you know what? Being a leader is being uncomfortable. It's not about being comfortable when you're a leader. It's about being uncomfortable sometimes and being okay with that. And sometimes you got to be the bad cop instead of always the guy who's patting somebody on the back, saying "great job." Sometimes you got to put a foot in somebody's butt and say, "Get, get, let's get going." Yeah. And you got to have enough confidence you can do that. It was interesting last night. I mean. Because uh, Devontae didn't touch the ball in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the Mike, I've heard Mike on the broadcast, Devontae <laughs> went over to Jalen and said, you know, kind of give me the ball. Yeah. So the guys are kind of going to him. I, at least it was approachable from that standpoint. So I, I thought it was maybe a, a step in the right direction. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. This segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale. Through the month of January, receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call one eight seven seven go guide or visit goguida.com. Nikki Eyes in Washington Township. What's happening, Nikki? Nikki! Yo! What's up, man? What's up? Nikki Eyes, by the way, Jack. I thought we went through this already. Listen, dude. I don't know why these fans are so stupid. 
Ah, uh, hold on, hold on. You gotta clean your phone up for one second. Sorry, buddy. Uh, let's go, to Justin in Tennessee. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? You sound down, buddy. What's up, Justin? I am down, man. That I am. I'm down. Is watching that Drek last night. I mean, I've never really been just like where I can't stand a team. That team just pissed me off so much last night. I hated watching football with the effort that they put out. How they their body language, like you said on the sideline. There was one point where Baker Mayfield was scrambling, and the receiver was blocking Eli Ricks like he was boxing him out for a rebate, and Eli Ricks kept backing up. It, it was it that was, was embarrassing. I remember that play. It was early. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, and two things I, I want to hit on. First thing, something that Jack said. It pisses me off that AJ Brown is a captain on the team and he can't be bothered to go with his team to Tampa. I mean, it's, it's a sprained knee. It's not like he, he had a torn Achilles or a major injury. It's a sprained knee. You know, go with your team and have their back. That's, that's, that's how I feel. He's a captain. Second that thing. irked me, like, too. Go ahead. No, that irked, uh, that, that irked me, too. What's next? Oh, oh, second thing is, like, something that Jalen said in the press or afterward really pissed me off was it wasn't our turn. It wasn't our turn. What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> when I was a little kid, and I, we were playing and stuff like that, and, you know, you'd have to share, and, oh, you got to wait your turn. Well, sometimes you get your turn would get passed over, and you just have to make it your darn turn. you got to stand up and be like, hey, y'all going to have to quit throwing the ball off my head and let me catch it every now and then, and stand up and be a man and make it your dad getting turn. Not, not just wait your turn. Take your turn. And be aggressive with it. Now, what, mm-hmm. what the crap is that supposed to mean? And I'm, I agree with Buzz on his, his top five. I'm really, like, his demeanor and everything with Jalen and all this stuff going on, it's concerning, man. And I know it's kind of like PTSD with everything that went on with Carson. And we've been through it, and everybody's been talking about it, and it's ridiculous. But it's there. I mean, you, you can't help. And I hope and pray that this ain't Kelsey's life to rob because I hate to see him go out like that. Mm-hmm. But if it is, man, it's, it's been an awesome ride, and it was an honor and privilege to get to see that man play. But uh, I'm going to get out there and let you go, and uh, I'll holler at you boys later. I love you. I mean, all right, there you right, go. I love you, Justin. Justin, Justin be safe down there. Snowstorms hitting the East Coast. I know. I know. It was, it was, it was interesting seeing snow on the ground. Yeah, how'd you like that? You finally got your wish. I loved it. I was very happy. I hate it. I was out there at 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> shoveling? Well, shoveling, cleaning the cars off. It's good. It puts hair on your chest. <laughs> I had my neighbor do it. <laughs> well, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that nice of your neighbor? Well, I walked, out, I walked outside because I wasn't going to do it. I was actually going to make Jill do it. You know? <laughs> That's terrible. I man. had to go to work. So you send your wife out to clean the car? Well, I eventually, no, I'm talking about the sidewalk. The sidewalk. That's even worse, clean the sidewalks. Well, like I said, <laughs> like I said, I had to get to work. You know, I got home at 4. Uh, I wanted to sleep. You did have a long, I got, yeah. I got, home at, I got home at 4. It was up at 8.30. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, hung out for, for an hour and had to get had that. Had to get on back down this way. Yeah, come out and lay out a radio show. So, yeah, I was going to have Jill get out there. Got out there. My neighbor was doing it. Shout out to Marpa, so. So, so I probably appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, with Jalen, the, the Jalen quote did start to pick up some traction, it seems like, with the whole it wasn't our turn thing. Mm-hmm. feels a little bit of like, yeah, throw hands up in the air, you know? Like, yeah, I, I think sometimes he's searching for these answers, man. Why he can't just, he just be real? <laughs> 
I just give a. It's fine, man. Just right. give a real answer. How you're really feeling? So true. It's like, let me know you. Like, I think he. Ca- we know he cares. Right. But it's just no one's gonna buy it when it's this nonsense about it. We had a crumb. It wasn't our turn. Yada yada. Like, yeah. It's just nothingness. Nothingness. You can give real answers. Like, Kelsey gives real answers. He's, he's, he's lens more positive, but it's, mm-hmm. it's honest. People want honesty. Mm-hmm. And, and, and too much of the podium with both him and Nick. Well, J- uh, Jason will tell you when they play like crap. Yeah, I know. He'll tell you. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Lane Johnson, very honest after the game last yep. night. said it was embarrassing. Yep. Said he didn't like, like the body language of some of his teammates. Um, they're honest. I just... When, when he's up there, it just feels so, eh, you know. It, it, I want him to, to, to be real. It's okay to be real. People appreciate real in this city. 215-592-9494. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. I tell you what, though, he looked immaculate last night standing at the podium. He thought they were getting a win. It looked good. I thought they were getting a win. We're live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. <laughs> Pre-game, in-game, post-game. Basketball and hockey are better at Chickies and Pete's. Find a location near you at chickiesandpeets.com. Something tells me he gets like. Like the, the, the hairs on his eyebrows are actually lined up perfectly. I mean, seriously, everything. It, it looks pristine standing up there at the podium. He looks looks like he was ready to be taking a, uh, a photo shot, shot, uh, shoot or something. Yeah, and then what happened? Well, I'm just saying, some things you got to appreciate. And we know Carson used to get up there with acne on his neck and the beard was all out of place and the, the damn... You let Malcolm take him shopping, and that went terrible. Like every, everything was all messed up. No, Carson, stick with the plaid. He had a damn velvet jacket on once. That didn't work Remember out. The hat? The, all the he wore, hat? All he wore, a hat. That didn't work out. Like, he was trying to relate to his teammates. He you was. Yeah, I mean? He was trying to relate to the brothers, man. We don't relate to you trying to dress like us. Like, yeah, stop. Wait till like I start the doing Bronco that. butts. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna start. Yeah. Yeah, you come in here with one of these crushed velvet jackets yeah. like I had on. Every yeah, fifth yeah. <laughs> You'd be looking at me yeah. sideways. Uh, that, that won't be going well at all. Uh, oh, you're, you're a flannel guy. I'm a flannelsman and a sweaterman. <laughs> I turned into a sweater guy. But yeah, I got a nice flannel on today. I had to wear my best to Chickies. I had to take a shot at the Wentz just for. That's the one thing I couldn't defend was the parents. Oh, okay. I thought you said, said his parents. I was parents. Like, what are you, why are we dragging Carson's parents into this? 215-592-9494. I thought we'd end the show, Ike. What? With a little bit of positivity. <laughs> oh, you want, to, you want to grace us with 20 minutes of it? No, five minutes. <laughs> I want to play Jason Kelsey's speech in its entirety. Uh, ah, the it, Super Bowl the speech? The Super Bowl speech. If it is his last, uh, his last hurrah, I thought it'd be cool. We have five minutes of, uh, of his speech. Take a trip down memory lane. And uh, reminisce on um, one of the greatest Eagles of all time. Who was you? Reportedly. Who knew you were a big Eagles fan? I love Kelsey. Say, not last Kelsey. Say Kelsey, not Eagles. <laughs> I like Devontae. There's a lot of guys on this team I don't really like, frankly. But I like most of them. Some drive me nuts, including the head coach. We'll get to all your phone calls, Jason Kelsey's speech, text line, all that. Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, if the cold weather has you thinking it's finally time to replace those old drafty windows and doors, then there is no better time than now to make your home more energy efficient while taking advantage of Guida's big winter sales event. My good friends over at Guida Door and Window are extending their big winter sale through the month of January by offering 40% off every window and door that you buy. That's right, 40% off each expertly installed energy efficient replacement window 
which also includes free high-performance low-E glass. And if you're in the need of a new door, you'll receive 40% off any door, including insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. You can also take advantage of guidance interest-free financing or low monthly payment plans to get your project started with no money out of pocket. This offer is for a limited time only, so you must act quickly. If your home needs new windows or doors, then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate at 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show. Live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Join us tonight for the last Brandon Graham show of the 2023 season coming up at 6 o'clock. Looking forward to that uh, as we react, obviously, to the end of the Eagle season. Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. Which would you rather see happen this offseason? Sirianni back with new coordinators or whole new coaching staff? 66% 66% of uh, voters on almost 5,000 votes, like, mm-hmm. are uh, of the mindset of getting new coaching staff in here. So, you know, it seems like they are. Seems like they're ready to move on. Ready to clean house. Ready to, <laughs> ready to clean house down at uh, One No Care Way. We'll see if the owner is, is uh, in lockstep with the fans on that one. But, uh, obviously, the last night, Jason Kelsey, you saw him on the sidelines. Him and Statlin had an emotional moment. He was, he was tearing up on his way out. And, um, in the locker room, declined to talk to reporters, said not today. Um, so that obviously started to create this idea that maybe he is really going to retire. Mm-hmm. I wake up this morning, Schefter ruins the news for everyone, has to get in front of it and, and not let Jason do it on his own terms, and said he was telling teammates last night that, that he was retiring. And obviously, we'd be saying goodbye to, to an all-time Eagle. I'm still not of the belief that he's done here. I, th- I, I could see him retiring, unretiring, coming back, and, and saving next season, maybe. Um, but I thought it'd be nice, you know, if he does retire, uh, to, to replay his, his, his Super Bowl parade speech. Not for the last time, but uh, a nice little refresher. So here's Jason Kelsey on the steps of the uh, Art Museum after they won the, the Super Bowl in 2017. Philadelphia! I'm going to take a second to talk to you about underdogs. I know Lane and Chris just talked about this, but I don't think that it's been beat home enough. Howie Roseman, a few years ago, was relinquished all control pretty much in this organization. He was put in the side, hey, hey, he was put in the side of the building where I didn't see him for over a year. Two years ago, when they made a decision, he came out of there a different man. He came out of there with a purpose and a drive to make this possible. And I saw a different Howie Roseman, an underdog, Doug Peterson. When Doug Peterson was hired, he was rated as the worst coaching hire by a lot of freaking analysts out there in the media. This past offseason, some clown named Mike Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. You saw a driven Doug Peterson, a man who went for it on fourth and down, went for it on fourth and down in the Super Bowl with the trick play. He wasn't playing, playing just to go 
mediocre. He's playing for a Super Bowl. And it don't stop with him. It does not stop with him. Jason Peters was told he was too old. Didn't have it anymore. Before he got hurt, he was the best freaking tackle in the NFL. Stephen Wisniewski ain't good enough. Jason Kelsey's too small. Lake Johnson can't lay off the juice. Brandon Brooks has anxiety. Carson Wentz didn't go to a Division I school. Nick Foles don't got it. Roy Clement's too slow. The airplane ain't got it anymore. Jay and John can't stay healthy. Tory Smith can't catch. Nelson Aguilar can't catch. Zach Gers can't block. Red Selleck's too old. Brandon Graham was drafted too high. Benny Curry ain't got it. Bo Allen can't fit the scheme. Michael Thomas can't fit the scheme. Nigel Bradham can't catch. Jalen Mills can't cover. Patrick Robinson can't cover. It's the whole team. It's a bunch of driven men to accomplish something. We're a bunch of underdogs. And you know what underdogs is? It's a hungry dog. And Jeff Stalin has had this in our building for five years. It's a quote in the O-line room that has stood on the wall for the last five years. Hungry dogs run faster. And that's this team. Bottom line is we wanted it more. All the players, all the coaches, the front office, Jeffrey Lurie, everybody wanted it more. And that's why we're up here today, and that's why we're the first team in Eagles history to hold that freaking trophy. And you know who the biggest underdog is? It's y'all, Philadelphia. For 52 years, y'all have been waiting for this. You want to talk about underdog? You want to talk about a hungry dog? For 52 years, you've been starved in this championship. You know what's up. You know what's up. Everybody wonders why we're so mean. Everybody wonders why the Philadelphia Eagles aren't the nicest fans. If I don't eat breakfast, Jay and John just said, Fuck you. Yeah, that dude can't retire. Nah, man. We need, we come need, on. one we more. Need, we need a part two of that. 
talk more. Holy cow. I mean, every time you, you, you hear the thing in its, its entirety again, I, yeah. see why be, I see why he became – because it hasn't been the same since he gave that speech. Like, at least his status around the city. Sure. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. Because I remember you tell a story of um, – you were talking to him in 2016 mm-hmm. about how it seemed like he was maybe going to get traded out of here. No, 17. That all season. Even yes. worse. Even yeah. worse. One of the best what-ifs in Eagles history, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and they often say, you know, sometimes the best trades you make are the ones you don't make. And, um, listen, that's one of those things that I'm pretty sure Howie or uh, anybody would never necessarily admit to because it never came to fruition. But uh, that certainly was the feeling coming off that 2016 season where – there was a lot of disappointment coming off of that season in Doug's first year. There were people wondering whether or not Doug was the right coach that first year. You know, Doug's getting asked questions about the team quitting on him in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's why, that's why Howard got a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, didn't, right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, with Jason, though, that's uh, – yeah, that won't ever be duplicated. Uh, that's, that's something that's authentic. It's him and – like you said, it, it just hasn't been the same for him uh, since that day. He just catapulted himself into a different stratosphere uh, when it comes to hero worshiping in this town. And I don't say that to slight him or anything. I think it's awesome. I'm a fan myself. I mm-hmm. uh, was a fan prior to that. But um, I think what he's embodied – uh, as an athlete in this town and, and the way that he's embraced the city and sort of wears it on his sleeve, you know, he's the type of athlete that makes you feel proud about being a sports fan of the Eagles or a Philadelphia team. You know, it's like with Bryce with the Phillies, you know. So, um, and, yeah, I, I, you know, sitting there listening to him, I'm saying to myself, no, we got, we got some more time with that guy. We, we, we need some more time with that guy. But, you know, if he's seeing the writing on the wall and he feels like this thing is headed one way versus where he would hope it would head, he's not going to stick around for that. Yeah. Well, especially because he has to see what the vision is next. He's not going to come back, risk it, and put right. his body on the line yeah. if he doesn't think next year is a – If it's going to be a new coach and all of that type of stuff, like that's – if you're trying to talk – well, and if you're trying to get Jason Kelsey to come back, He's going to see if there is going to be changes on the offensive side of the ball before he makes that decision. Do you think, and I am curious, do you think if, if they hired Belichick, that would make him more willing to come back or less willing to come back? I think it would make him more willing to come back. I would agree, too. I think you'd just be fascinated to see, like, oh, just, how could you not, how could you yeah, not be? To say I had a chance to play for the greatest coach in NFL history, the most winning coach in NFL history, yeah. until Andy breaks the record. Uh, but yeah, why? Why wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that like last night when he, or when I saw the retirement this morning. I was wondering, like, do you think Belichick would would enhance it? I, I think he would. I don't know if he'd sign up for a step back season. And you're not hiring Belichick right. for a step back no. season. No, that's full no, goal. No. Full goal. Let's go back to uh, Nikki Eyes in Washington Township. What's happening, Nick? What's up, Jack? What's up, Mike? What's up, Nick? So, listen, man, it's it's really simple, and I don't know why nobody's putting this together. I'm sure – give me a minute here, too, because this is, like, like, serious, man. Like, you heard the phrase before, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, Sirianni came in here with a stacked team with good 
coordinators. Again, he doesn't do anything. A stacked team. Do you remember yeah. what that roster looked like in 2021? Yeah, man. It shit looked good. Oh, I'm sorry. It Drop that good. buzz. Come on, Buzz. Nice I'm sorry. It, it looked, yeah, it looked, it looked good, right? So, essentially, what he, he faked it till he made it until now he's realized as a fraud, man. If, if all he has to do is keep things buttoned up, control the locker room, make things, you know, are secure and, and just everything's good to go, and he can't do that, then he brings nothing to the table. Dude, give Harbaugh a blind check. Let him come in here and, and, and utilize his team. Let me, how do you go 0 for 10 on third downs? That is absurd. And if Terrible. you watch, there's not one person in the middle. Everybody's hitting the sidelines. How is he supposed to throw or get rid of the ball when he's running? You know, the, the, the easiest thing to do is look straight. And there's no linebackers in the middle. There's nobody looking around, turning around. And he allows this to go on for years and years. This wide receiver screen they use constantly that never works, that gets you maybe one yard minus three or four yards. They keep going back to it over and over again. And guess what? Nothing. Nothing at all. What does he bring, guys? What does he bring? What does Sirianni bring to this team? Please tell me. I think Appreciate need, the call. I, I think that's best, and it, I've tried to answer that question, but I'm not in the locker room. The only people that can answer that question best are the guys who play for him. Those are the people that can answer that question best. I love when I hear people ask those who don't believe he should be fired, what does he do well? I, I don't know. I don't play for him, so I don't know. It's obviously not something that's easy visibly to see. Like, but I don't think he's ever done anything. Like, I think that's – he's the, he, he has the same responsibilities he had when they went to the Super Bowl. Now, him trying to fix things didn't work out. No. Well, especially the Patricia thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, putting him in a position where he's trying to correct things, maybe he doesn't have the best answers there. But to me, that's something – that the organization would have already had knowledge of. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I, I think it's almost a surprise to some fans where it's like, well, what does he do? Well, like, if he can't do this, well, then what, what, does, what does he do? You think the Eagles front office is saying that? I would hope not. They, uh, they clearly <laughs> aren't know. saying that. Yes. They, they are not saying, well, I don't know what Nick Sirianni brings to the table. Why do we hire him? He can't call plays. Why do we hire him? That's not what they're saying. I agree. That, that, that's not what they're saying. So, and, and there is a emphasis from this organization on being a collaborative effort when it comes to putting together the team. So I, I just, whether it's Nick Sirianni or the next guy, I think we, we are almost wishful thinking that somebody's going to come in and seize control and have the ability to pick their players that they want call the plays that they want and do things the way that they want to do. Yeah. Like, we haven't had that since Chip Kelly was here. But they also, I don't want them to be just so scarred from that that they'll never try it again. 
Because it's two straight regimes where you get success, they go to the Super Bowl, they win the Super Bowl, and it kind of falls apart quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and I do wonder if they had a head coach that didn't, on the outside, look like he didn't have much power. I don't want them to be trapped because the chip thing didn't work out. Not every, not every coach is a narcissist like chip. Right. So That's true. I hope that doesn't just poison them from that standpoint. I hope they can. But when you think about guys like a Belichick or, say, a Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is not leaving the University of Michigan or picking to come to the Eagles unless there's job security there. Yeah. Then he gets to basically control what he's doing. And I, think, I wonder if the Eagles are willing to do that. Well, I think the difference is, like, Harbaugh, like, I don't, like, I don't know where Belichick can, can go. Like, Harbaugh's in demand. Right. So he can say, all right, well, I can get full control of the Chargers. Right. And if you're not going to give me that, I'm not even going to kind of open the door. I think Belichick is actually more open to more collaborative than, than Harbaugh would be. Because why would he leave? And maybe he respects what the Eagles have done from an organizational standpoint that he's willing to work with Howie. Yeah, he, come on, he said in his postgame, or his, uh, his end-of-season presser, Bel Belichick, yeah. that he's, he's willing to give up control of personality. I, I'm telling you right now, I'd be shocked. But <laughs> yeah. I'd be pleasantly shocked that if that's what they decided to do. Let's get to the text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. Uh, new 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere. Just over the bridge, online, mounthollynissan.com. Text line. Hey, Jack, we're so proud of you. Oh, you're on the air? I'll, I'll be quiet. Jack's mom at Chickie's. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. They, you know, they, they, had their, they had a good time. They were hanging out for a little they bit. They did hang out for a little bit. Yeah. I, I was trying not to look at them because, you know. Right. You don't want to be. Yeah. 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 Like, come on, I got to lock in and do a show. You know, <laughs> can't have all my, all my fans out be there, my. you know, trying to, try to distract me, throw yeah, me off. Trying to stay focused. Exactly right. It's a big show. It's a big I, show I appreciate today. you staying locked in. Yeah. yeah, yeah don't I let can't. mom and dad um, distract you. I know I'm almost 30, right? Well, it's hard to tell sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I did feel like a little kid. Well. <laughs> They do still pay your car insurance. That's not true. Oh. Phone, phone bill. Phone, phone, phone bill. bill. That's even worse. Well, I, they take it out of my account. That's even worse. No, the fact they still sa- have the ability to do that. It saves money overall. And I'm, <laughs> we're still grandfathered in from the old, old rules. I'm sure there's a logical reason behind it. I'm just saying. You'll get there. <laughs> hey, wait, till your, wait till your kids are 29. <laughs> I'm still controlling their accounts. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. What's next? No one likes Jack. No one likes Jack. No one likes Jack. We don't care. Chuck in Mount Airy. Chuck had a lapse today. He's, he said some mean things. That we're calling it? Well, maybe not. <laughs> said some mean things. You know, yeah. I don't think he really meant it. I don't think he really meant it. Yeah, I think he just had a moment of frustration. Yes. And, like, listen, to defend myself, because I feel like I have to defend myself, and I've already professed this. Okay. I love Chuck. Yep. But my problem with his call today was that it's a day after a devastating Eagles loss. I don't need the post-mortem on all the teams, and it felt like we were a minute and a half, two minutes in, and he's giving me a, an Embiid rant in, in January. Yeah. Ne- need to just, I tried to, honestly. Some guys you got to let cook. Though, I man. just tried to steer him, and then yeah. he took it all personally. Well, you forcefully tried to steer him. I have to do what I gotta do. I gotta, I gotta keep the show on, 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 on track. That's what you were doing. I, I know what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, you wanted to keep, keep the main thing the main it's thing. It's very split on, on social media as, as to whose side they're on, which is good. Well, <laughs> you like a 50 50 split. Yeah, well, not about opinions about me, it's <laughs> only opinions about other people. <laughs> what's, what's next? I came out of suspension for this. 
Big Dom on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even get to pull that card last night. I know. Is he going to be here tonight? Uh, I have no idea. Because I was going to say, like, is it time to also move on from Big Dom? No, <laughs> that, that, that will never happen. Never <laughs> yeah, that, that's never happened. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. But, uh, yeah, the, the return of the sidelines did not spark the team last did night. Not, did not spark the team like we thought it would. No, it wouldn't. No, what? What's next? Or did it? My parade starts tomorrow at 9 a.m. Mad Mike and KOP. He's probably, I mean, he's, he was very happy today. But again, he, he can't do his whole, like, I told you the whole season. He didn't call when they were 10 and 1. No, and you've been telling us this since we've known you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like he that's hasn't changed. You could replay a Mad Mike call. <laughs> yes. Every call. <laughs> it's the, the last four call. years. Yes. The same call. <laughs> Talk about someone I need to, to, to steer in a new direction. And that's one right there. Yeah. His and beat calls are coming soon, too. Of course, yes. I'm so glad he doesn't like baseball. Just, <laughs> so you don't have to deal with. This baseball, this baseball season is going to be hell for me, by the way. You know that, right? Yes, you know I do. That. I do know that. Because this, this city has yeah. been pent up and had to deal with my Eagles nonsense yep. for the last five months. Yep. And I actually think I make people dislike the Phillies, which is not the, the, the goal. That, yeah, this didn't turn the way you wanted it to turn. I really thought I'd be celebrated. You know what I mean? Like, thank you for your, your great analysis. Well, you were celebrated for Trey Turner. Yes, positivity. Yes. <laughs> and then people must be very confused <laughs> when there's that into the Eagles season. But I thought, you know, end of the year, he called me a hater. When does it go from haterade to damn good analysis? That's the question I'm beginning to wonder. Yeah, you saw it early. <laughs> Nobody feels good about that. No. I, yeah, even me. Well, <laughs> I do like being right. What's next? And now, this city turns its attention from one successful season to the next. New Clap Your Hands episodes coming this week. Yes. Elliot in South Philly. I need to check on your, uh, on, on your hand, uh, if it's moving. Do the, what? Do the, eagle, do the Sixers got us? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there yet. It's just like. Give me, give me a couple months, man. I'm not, I'm not there yet. It's been a long. This last, I don't know, 16, 18 months the, the, of Philly sports. The journeys have been wonderful. It's the end of the ride that has been terrible. Except for this Eagle season. The journey I didn't. Yeah, the journey. Well, the journey was, well, I guess wonderful is a <laughs> selective term there. Stretch. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a stretch. But they were 10 and 1. They gave us some nice com- comeback wins yeah. and. Some quality opponents that we got excited about, but yeah, you can't be Boston until you get some some championships done. Like uh, 15, 16, it was like, oh, I just want my teams back in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, now we're back in the playoffs, and I need, yeah. I need someone. I need somebody to, to close this deal, man. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Someone, someone get the yeah, job. Yeah. I, I wonder who. Yeah. I wonder if the Sixers can at least get us there. I think they get out of the second round this year. You got them getting out. Of the but second the problem round? is, I think the East is way better. Yeah, I think the Knicks are. Really, I think the Knicks might be better than the Sixers. Pacers are, are the right. Knicks there. aren't better than the Sixers. Um, their numbers post OG trade are, are very very good. Sure, but, uh, we'll see. Either yep. way, I think there's like six good teams in the East, whereas the last couple of years I feel like there was three. And there's no real like dominant team. Yeah, until the, until the Bucks figure it out. Yeah, even though they've been weird too. But this gives you more confidence they'll make the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I don't know, Buzz. I, I was, was kind of talking. I actually still think the Celtics are the best team in the East. I hate to say it. I know. I just I think Porzingis is a fraud, but of course he is. <laughs> Either until, until he outplays him beat in a damn series. Don't even. Don't even. Don't. You're we can't, right. We can't have that. Can't. Can't. Have <laughs> it. He's no longer the unicorn. Yeah. Ike, it was a, uh, a cathartic show. 
And, uh, That's one way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> and I think there'll be some, uh, might be some news tomorrow. I think it should be, be some, well, it's going to be some news tomorrow, one way or the other. There's going to be some news tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. The Brandon Graham Show is coming up next. Uh, BG. I, BG. Uh, hopefully not the last one. No, I got to stick around here to hug BG before I leave. We can't lose all our guys. Well, yeah, unless he tells me he's, 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 well, he actually did say he's not retiring. So, yeah, we already know that. Yeah. Well, the Brandon Graham Show is coming up next. <laughs> He's already told us that, yeah. Me, alongside Howard Eskin, and, of course, Brandon Graham. All that's coming up next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.